0: You're listening to Recap.fm's coverage of Netflix's original series The Dark Crystal Age of Resistance I'm Josh I'm Seal Let's talk about end, begin all the same Man oh man it is finally here and I couldn't happier how long have we been waiting for this more material in this dark crystal universe almost four decades (laughs) Uh, longer than almost as long as i've been alive 30 Mm. like basically 37 years it'll be 37 years in december of this year Yeah, 2019 it has been that long now i don't actually that's not that's not fair. There has been other material. There's been some comic book adaptations. Sure, There has been some novelizations indeed, but there hasn't been any, uh, film there. There, there, was a long talk about talked about sequel that never got made, but here we are, uh, with a prequel and this is episode one. Uh, and it was before I even jump into the recap, I don't, it, it, it was fantastic. I, I enjoyed it was. It. <laughs> I enjoyed every last second of it. And what I loved about it was it immediately took me back to the world of Thra, to the age of wonder. Now we're in the age of resistance. And I can't wait to go back and actually do a recap of the Dark Crystal or the original movie and start talking about where this series uh fits into the timeline. I don't know if that's anything that you've given any thought to. Oh absolutely. You know, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely.
1: Um I'm excited to go back and watch the movie. And I purposely haven't watched it. I was going to and then I decided mm-hmm. no, I'm not gonna I'm a, I wanna I wanna take this journey mm-hmm. and enjoy this and then watch the movie. Because hey, one, it's it'll be chronological and two I want to see how much this resonates with me without having gone back to that original well I'm curious about that and so far it has it it struck a lot of chords and it felt it felt right
0: yeah well I mean there's already things that we can see that from an audience uh as an audience member watching this, uh, you know, we open the, the episode opens with some wonderful narration from Sigourney Weaver that gives us a recap of basically the world of thrall, which I think is important because I really do feel like there's going to be quite a few people that jump into this series, not having any context, uh, about the the world of the dark crystal and which is, uh, if I didn't mention it already, is on Netflix as well right now. Yes, so you, it is. You can watch that. But I think a lot of people maybe won't even bother with it at first, and that's okay. I and mean, I don't think it's with malicious intent. I think it's just I never got around to it. Hey, this is new series. The Netflix algorithm popped up and said, Hey, maybe you'll like this. I'm gonna check it out. And then I think there is I think there's gonna be a lot of people that are gonna go back and watch the original movie after they rip through the series. And you know, I've seen a ton of stuff on Twitter already. There's people that have been through all 10 episodes already. We're not going to do that here. We're going to try to recap every episode uh, one by one. We're not going to blow through uh, the whole series in one setting. Not that there's anything wrong with that. You go right ahead. <laughs> yes. You I'm not going to for <laughs> once. You do you, uh, but it, it, there's a lot happening. There's a lot to take in and I don't want to miss anything. And so I'm, I want to enjoy it and savor it. And because you only get to experience it once. Right. But I do feel like the, this is going to warrant multiple viewings. And I think that there's definitely, definitely going to be more things that bubble up on rewatches. Um,
1: Oh, sure. I mean, I, just having watched the, all I've done is watched the first three episodes and I already know that there's things I want to go back and look for.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I,
1: and I can't wait to do that. And on the subsequent watches, you, there's going to be the things you want to look for. And then there's going to be the things you see mm-hmm. that you didn't know you wanted to look for that are going to pop up. And I can't wait for that part of the experience too.
0: A- absolutely. I, I actually, something that popped into my, into my mind is when I was writing the the trailer for our podcast talking about Uh, You know, before the crystal of truth was restored, it was darkened. Uh, Only knowing a little bit about this concept of the darkening. uh, One of the things that I I don't, I wouldn't say it surprised me, but I didn't realize that we would kind of start out with the crystal of truth is already technically the dark crystal, right?
1: Yeah, I, I, I expected to jump into, you know, it's whole
0: mm-hmm.
1: and it's not so that's that's part of that voiceover you talked about, that little bit of That's right. You and it I think it's a good jump start mm-hmm. for us. It gets us going and it gets us into the action, so to speak. Yeah. So I, I felt like that worked in in that case because it maybe getting to that point they probably would have needed another three or four episodes and I think the whole the mm. season as a whole would have dragged. I think
0: that that's fair. So they, they immediately drop some, they hit us with that knowledge, right. Mm-hmm. And remind us that all life uh, on Thra stems from the crystal of truth and it is protected uh, by Agra. Now I am fascinated to see where this is going to go with Agra's character. Um, because uh we didn't we didn't see a lot of her I, I guess she was just mentioned in this episode um, yeah we don't we, yeah. We, we haven't seen her yet um but what we did see is what I feel like are the main three three main characters which are uh, Rhianne, uh Deet, and Brea, mm-hmm. right yes, and so I felt like the episode did a great job of kind of weaving these three separate stories together are um, they're, and they're, they don't all start in the same place, which is, which is great. Um, so we, we see Rianne, he's castle guard. Um, we, we, let me take a step back. Okay. All the voice acting in this is fantastic. It's top notch. <laughs> Let's just throw that out there before I forget uh, and and hopefully I don't continue to talk about it over and over again. Although I feel like it does warrant talking about over and over again. You talk about hitting it out of the park.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: not it, just the, the just the the star power behind the voices uh, alone. In, oh yeah. uh, man, man, they they just knocked it out of the park. And so anyway. Uh Rian, Castle Guard. So it's interesting to see. Hey, we got Gelflings that are actually protecting those that are protecting the crystal. That was that was trippy to me. That yeah. was
1: like that was a mind-bender to me to have Gelflings running around. First of all, to have so many of them.
0: Well, there's cause
1: because we're so far in the past that there's they and as the Castle Guards.
0: That's right. And so It'll be interesting to see how this plays out because there's seven clans, Mm -hmm. right? And we are coming at this having the knowledge of what is to come, right? There were no Gelflings Mm -hmm. in the Dark Crystal, except save for one, which ended up being two. Two. And now, now that I start to learn a little bit about the Gelf, when we had we don't haven't even been exposed to all seven. We've I guess we've only been exposed to. Uh, three, three so far, which is the uh, Stonewood Clan, which is what uh, the Clan uh, Rean mm-hmm. is from, and then um, the uh, Vapra, uh, Vapra, am I saying that right? Vapra, Vap- I think. Vapra Clan, yeah. which seems to be more of the ruling class mm-hmm. uh, type clan, and that's uh, where uh, Breya is from, and then the Groton Clan, which is the underground dwellers where Deet. Uh, comes from. So that's only three out of seven. So there's more, there's more to come. So I'm
1: I'm interested to see the
0: other, what, four, four. Yeah. Yeah. So it was trippy, like you said, because in you, again, context, you're thinking, well, we, we know that the Skeksis wiped out uh, the (laughs) Gelflings, but yet here we see (laughs) spoiler alert, right? But yet we see them here working uh, alongside them, mm-hmm. protecting them, uh, it, it, almost to some degree worshiping them. Not oh, most not, definitely. You know, I mean, it, maybe not quite like gods, but god-like. Definitely a reverence.
1: As, as one might Very expect uh, a Roman to worship the emperor, the yeah. god-man emperor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah,
0: absolutely. But
1: even the Skexis treating them almost with a level of respect, at least on the surface.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah
1: on the surface on the surface in in front of people at least you know they're they're showing they're they're treating them like you know human beings in air quotes yeah i mean they're we know that they're not that way but sure it was this mutually beneficial relationship appears to be happening and that that caught me out and i thought that
0: was that was neat i think a lot of that has to do with there is a rich mythology for this world and you can go and read kind of the chronological events that are are associated with the world of Thra. And we know that Agra is the, you know, for lack of a better term, I almost feel like she's almost like the embodiment of mother nature for this world Mm -hmm. in, in the sense that, We know that she was created out of an outcry of the world itself uh, needing someone to be able to speak on their behalf because they could not. And that's how Agra was created. And so she, I'm assuming she's gone. We don't see her yet because she, she had always talked about traveling, right? I guess doing that through her mind's eye. Uh, is traveling the universe and in her absence she put the Skeksis in charge of protecting the crystal of truth right so right. I think all of that lends into this concept of our at least on the surface there's this Reverence and respect between the Gelflings and mm-hmm. uh, uh, the Skeksis because Agra loved the Gelf- Gelflings, right? Probably more so uh, above any of the other species on Thra. Uh, at least this is my understanding of the uh, the written mythology that has uh, been uh, supplemented since the original movie. And and by the way, you you can find all this on the dark crystal official dark crystal website. There's a ton of information out there where it talks about the world and the characters and uh, the mythology and the tools and all the kind of stuff that they use. And you can really fall, fall down uh, the rabbit hole. There's a, you can deep dive on uh, that for sure. Yeah. Uh, so no, it's interesting. So I agree with you there, there is that there on the surface, but we know better. We do. We know better. We do. <laughs>
1: and so you're waiting for that heel turn the whole time.
0: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. You know it's coming. Um, so uh, we, one of the things I think is important for us, and I, I think it's going to really play out in future episodes, is uh, we see that the Skeksis were drawing power from the crystal to kind of regenerate themselves. So I think that's this concept of, of how they've corrupted the crystal of truth. But, oh, yeah. But it was interesting to see in, in, in this first episode that it the crystal kind of played out on them. Yeah. It's like, it, I ain't got nothing else to give.
1: Yeah. So we're at that, we're at this junction, we're at this turning point, hinge in the story. Mm. And I think, it, I, I think they dropped us in right at the right place. That's right.
0: So the scientist, uh, Skektek. Which all of the Skeksis start with a Skek and then something. So Skek Tech, brilliantly voiced by Mark Hamill. Indeed. Um, He's on the hook for figuring out, okay, now what next, right? Yeah, and he supposedly is on
1: the cusp of that. Oh, yeah, I got it figured out. I'm almost there. Yeah, no. I love that (laughs) conversation. Everybody leaves, and I love that conversation. He turns back to the emperor. He's like know, I don't have
0: this figured out, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I need, yeah, no, I know, I'm not there. You know I'm just full of poop, right? Yeah. <laughs> but they do stumble on, well, actually it's the Chamberlain that stumbles on the concept of, instead of using the crystal to uh, draw life from the crystal, use the crystal to draw life from other creatures. And then and, capture it. Yes. And then, in the process. Yeah, yeah their essence so that's where the so it's interesting that the idea actually came from the chamberlain uh, mm-hmm. one of the, the beloved uh, uh skexies from the original oh, series yeah. yeah you know um and it's going to be interesting because i i really do feel like they're all heels, but he had somewhat of a face turn in the movie, Mm -hmm. but I don't think he's going to, he, he is a full on politician.
1: Absolutely. In,
0: in age of resistance. And of, of course, brilliantly, I keep saying this voiced by Simon Pegg.
1: Yes. And he draws on the voice and the mannerisms that we, that we fans of the movie know, but he gives it his own thing. Oh, absolutely. and that's what I like. And, and they all do. And what's great is it's like they all sound the same, but different. And it makes sense mm-hmm. because all this time is going to pass. And so, you know, everybody changes. Yeah. Physically, emotionally, your voice, your timbre, your cadence, things change over time. And so you sound like yourself, but you don't sound exactly like yourself. So it's, they all sound like younger versions of
0: themselves, yeah. which they should. They should. I, I appreciated that. Yeah. And by their own admission, they are eternal, right? Mm -hmm. So they've been there for a while and they already look, they don't look as beat up as they did in the movie, but they are pretty beat Beat up to begin with. I mean, they are not, uh, their visage is not one that you would want to gaze upon for a very long time. No, no. (laughs) Uh, So what else I thought was interesting in this episode, um, so a lot of wheels were set in motion, right? We uh, we we see some of the Skeksis leaving to go to Harar, which is the I guess the capital of the Vapra clan, which would be the de facto capital of of the planet of uh, of the planet, and, and then certainly for the Gelflings, right? There's not, yeah. no one, no other higher beings. Uh, other than maybe Agra and the Skeksis live on the planet, so it, it's the de facto capital of the planet, in my opinion. Uh, and it's interesting—we're going there for the tithing uh, ceremony, and that, that was an interesting scene. I really, I, I really thought that gave um, some interesting depth and some some twist, uh, not just to the Skeksis, where uh, you know the maybe the Gelflings didn't feel that they were, I mean, they're, they're, they're subjects clearly. Oh yeah. And there's a ruling class, right? And we've got the all Madra. So each clan has their own uh, matriarch, which is uh, the the effectively the equivalent of a queen, which is a Madra. But here in Harar with the Vapor clan, they have the all Madra. So she would be the ruler of all uh, the Gelflings. And, what I found fascinating about that is, hey, it's time to come give your tithe to the Skexies for mm-hmm. their for their benevolence and for their their goodness and their kindness and for being keepers of the crystal of truth and you know, keeping us safe and just being being cool. Yeah. <laughs> uh but when the one farmer and his wife had a bad crop season, they couldn't come up with enough um. Here we're gonna take a a uh, a ne- a necklace or a a pendant from the wife as payment uh, for the tithe,
1: yeah, and it's and, the only memento she has
0: left of her mother. That's right. So it means more to her than it could to anyone else. That's right. And I we saw some depth in Brea's character because she's like, hey, this no. This is not okay. And why don't we just pay this out of our stores? We have plenty. We have enough. We can cover this. But then her sisters and her mother, like, no, that's not how this works. And so you really start to get this sense of in this world, people have their eyes closed. And they just accept things for the way they are, because that's the way it is that's the way it's always been that's the way it's always going to be um and I feel like that's going to continue to be a main theme in the series at least that's my opinion if I had to speculate about some something that would be my main speculation is that there's a and I think a lot of that comes from do you see this series as kind of the a environmental type story. Uh, I'm hesitant to say global warming, right? But right. but do you do you see it as kind of a, a a parable for you know what is kind of going? I kind of think the original was too just environmentalism and being into was a bit, yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. There was there was definitely that element and there.
0: I, I feel like that element is there, um, but I don't feel like it's heavy handed, and I don't feel like it's like overt. Which no. I appreciate.
1: I think the the environmental aspect is a little more allegory. Mm-hmm. And what we're going for thematically is mm-hmm. corruption. Yeah, I would agree. And they're using the environment, they're using the world around them, their physical and their actual whole physical environment, they're using it allegorically to tell the story about corruption.
0: Okay, that's fair. And, but a lot of corruption, people do keep their eyes closed because oh, they're, sure. you know, if you're in a position of power, uh, especially if you're the, the, the Gelfling clan or family that's at top of the food chain, if you ruffle feathers or you, you say, Hey, no, we're let, let's, or you start asking questions that maybe you shouldn't ask, you may lose that power or you may lose that position. And, uh, that's very, that's very scary. For some folks, and sure. so I'm, I'm interested to see how that plays out. We we, we see that Breya is different from her sisters anyway because she's a bookworm, right? And I love that she spends a ton of time in the library. And it's in the library that we see her, I guess, basically get a vision from that book that falls to the ground. I'm not sure what that book was. It was a, a very neat. Uh, that was awesome how it opened like up. a triangular. Yeah. Three three sided book, if you will, in the way that it opened up, but then it cast basically this vision of this symbol, and you know what I'm trying to remember in if we've seen we've seen that symbol before of the it's kind of like a triangular or a tri yeah module you got the triangles and then you've got the things the that are almost like flower petals that intersect yeah I'm trying to yeah. remember if I had seen that in the original. Something similar, but obviously that means something. Other right. otherwise we wouldn't have this giant vortex in the middle of the library, throwing books all over the place if it didn't mean something. So, right. All in all, solid first episode. Yes, did its job, and and what I mean by that is I want to watch more.
1: Yeah, I'm hooked in. That's right. I, I want to watch more. Of the 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 quality is there. The writing's there. The acting's there. The visuals are there. It's all, you know. And, and we're watching puppets. <laughs> and we're enthralled
0: by this. That's right. That's how good this show is. Oh, you were enthralled? I see what you did there. You see what I did there? <laughs> yeah. Great episode. I give it... Uh- Two thumbs up. However we're scoring things these days doesn't matter. I don't know that we need to. <laughs> I don't think that we need to score anything. No. It's Wait, not a contest. It's not. But I enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah. Did you like it? I or liked did, it. Or did you not like it? That's yeah. really the only way that uh, we should score stuff. None of this guilty pleasure stuff. Like what you like. That's right. My wife can't stand it. She's like, this is for kids. This is creepy. Okay, cool. I'll grant you that. Yeah. Some of it can be pretty que- creepy mm-hmm. and the, you know, some of it can pre- be pretty dark, but hey. it's in the name. <laughs> yeah. what do you think you were going to get? Just saying. All right. Well, we're on, we're going to move on to episode two. Thanks for sticking with us. We appreciate you listening. We hope you enjoyed your time with us. Uh, you can contact us on social media at recap FM or Better yet, why don't you hit us up on our newsletter? If you go to recap.fm, you can sign up. And then that way, that way, all of our communication doesn't get lost in the universe. It comes right to you. Uh, Anyway.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Oh, we want to tell you about stuff. We do. We have a lot of, we're not going to spam you. Yeah. We have a lot of shows.
0: We do. And we we have a lot of shows now.
1: We have a lot of shows coming. Oh, this
0: fall for TV (laughs) is going to be lit. So you might want to
1: you know, know what we got going on.
0: And there's going to be something for everyone. Disney plus is about to drop soon. And there's going to be so many shows that we're not going to sleep. All we're going to do is just record. So basically, yeah, we'll, we'll have to record. Yeah. Constantly 24 <laughs> seven. Thanks for listening.